0: On today's Shoot the Rock podcast, we talk about Hotel Posada Don Luis in Rosarito Beach. Uh, Why are we talking about a hotel? Well, um, we brought in a guest, uh, my boy, my brother, Mo Minutes, Joey. Um, He'll be talking about the significance of Don Luis Hotel and how him and a couple guys got together and did some Heroic stuff. So um, you know, it's a it's a great story. Um, I hope you enjoy the pod. Um, thank you for checking in. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for rocking with the best shoot the rock podcast. You have just tuned in to the shoot the rock podcast. Who they with yo? Who they
1: with? That's right. Remix it. Remix it. you now rocking with best. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with
0: What up? And welcome to the pod. I'm your host, Robert Zaragoza, a.k.a. The Commish, a.k.a. Big Z, a.k.a. The Latino Bleacher Report, a.k.a. Bobby Z. Um, You know, a while back um, on the last um, Coach Z stories, um, storytelling with with Coach Z, I I mentioned at the end of the pod um, that we had some Rosarito stories. So that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Um, You know, being that we're quarantined, uh, on the line we have my boy Joey, aka Juice, aka Mo Minutes. Um, if you guys have been in the Latino circuit, uh, you guys have seen him. Uh, right now, you know the story we're gonna talk about is um, about the time we had in Rosarito. I think mean, we, we've talked about it a lot, a lot of times back in the day, but we've never put it on uh, on wax. So Mo Minutes, what up, dog? What up? What up? info. So um, you know, I just kind of wanted to step in and. You know, being that we're on quarantine, I have you on the phone. I think right now, we just kind of want to take precautions and listen to all the bullshit that's going on. So, uh, what you been doing for quarantine, dog? Self-isolation.
1: Man, to lockdown, Xbox, sleep, wake up, Xbox. <laughs> About it, man.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I know every time I post a, a podcast, you're like, let's do the Don Luis story. Let's do the Don Luis story. So here we are uh we're about to share the don luis story so uh just a little backstory from my end and then you can kind of chime in joe um don luis is a hotel we used back in the day when i would run my tournaments um, And we would use that spot. Uh, A lot of the teams would stay there. Uh, The Shoot the Rock referees would stay there. Uh, Sin Miedo would stay there. Our team, Jardineros, would stay there. Tecate, Tierra del Sol, TDS would all stay there. It's a a little hole in the wall, you know. Um, And usually we stay there. And a couple of the guys stay until, like, Monday. um, Just because I run my tournaments. And everyone knows, like, I get all stressed out during tournaments. So I don't really like enjoy the weekend until like it's over. But um, that weekend we stood until Monday and it was like spring break or whatever. So um, kind of like break it down like what, what you remember of Don Luis. Uh, we're going to talk about it, that that story of that one weekend. So, um, you know, kind of chime in on what, what you remember. Because I know it was Sunday. Uh, the tournament was over and you we were kind of hanging out and you were, we were i think me and you rode together and we were kind of just like uh i was done i was it was like a stressful weekend and i'm like bro i'm not even gonna go out you know so then you, you know you you kind of were like all right cool so you found a couple guys uh in at the hotel that we were now with, tuned so. into the shoot the rock podcast yeah it's kind of, it's kind of
1: crazy because uh i didn't like as i tell the story and it gets to the part where I find out who the person is I didn't even remember the guy you would just kind of see him you know big guy like man ride right around on a little scooter or a, a wheelchair he was like 400 pounds yeah. big dude smoking a cigar would go around but uh just to put in context how even that group that I was with came about so we you know we all went to beer uh, like we always did uh, me and me and me, you Gomez I think Cuevas was with us um and as the, the night got later, some people wanted to leave earlier. And, yeah. and Gomez wanted to stay. So we, we stayed at Papa's and we kind of saw the same thing. Uh, it was uh, Beast, who's Ivan's brother, Gio from Team Miedo, and Shay, who used to roll with Team Miedo all the time. And we all, we never hung out. We, we knew each other. We seen each other tournaments and stuff. But we kind of just decided, hey, let's all hang out together. We're staying at the same hotel. We'll, you know, we'll make sure we're all safe. We'll, we'll get back together. Yeah. So it was just a, a random just the way we, we got together yeah. so by the end of the night we decided uh, alright let's go back to the hotel we, we get a cab so we get out the cab at Don Luis and if anybody remembers that, that hotel when you get out from the street it's a long driveway yeah. with rooms on the side and then when you get to the back where the pool's at that's where our room was so when we got out of the, the, the cab we kind of were just we're drunk it's like 3.30 4 o'clock in the morning we're fucking around trying to chase people and throw one in the pool and you know, just, just doing dumb shit. Yeah. And uh, as we're walking, I look in the back and one of the rooms, it was it's kind of like a little bungalow area. You know, like when people are doing laundry and it's cold, you see steam coming out of the pipe?
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah.
1: That's kind of what it looked like. So it kind of caught my attention. So as we were messing around and walking by, I don't even know why. I decided to walk up to that door of that room and put my hand on the door. And right. it was fucking hot. And I told these dudes, hey, this room's on fire. And they're like, what? I'm like, this room's on fire. So we start knocking on the door. The window's hot. We start knocking on the door. No answer. So I remember telling Shay, "Go call 911. We're in Mexico. I don't even know how to call 911. I don't even know if you dial 911. You know, go find somebody who knows how." To. So Shay takes off running. Yeah. He comes back with a security guard. Security guard opens the door, and it's just can't see anything. Zero visibility. Black smoke. Hot as hell. Hits you in the face. So we we start yelling for whoever's in there to, to come out. I dropped down to the floor, and it was kind of weird. I'll never forget. Uh, there was like a film, like probably like six inches. I can c- see clearly from the floor.
0: So you're on, the, you're, on the, you're, out. Out, you're on your hands and knees at the door? I'm
1: on my hands and knees at the door, uh-huh. and I'm looking in. I can see clearly like six inches from the floor up. Everything yeah. else is blacked out. And to my left, I can see a wheelchair, and to the right, I can see a scooter. And yeah. I'm telling these dudes, man, whoever's in here, they can't get out. Yeah. We need to go get them. And that's when the security guard tells us who it is. It's the owner of the hotel, Don Luis, who's the, the big man that I would see, you know, strolling around.
0: Yeah, and and just to kind of like cut in, uh, every time we did the tournament, um, you know, we would have we would drive in, and it would be that long driveway, and that that old man was always in that in front of that door. Always chilling, always sitting there, you know. And we just say, "Hey, what's up?" We didn't know who he was, but every tournament we would see him. He'd be in his wheelchair or whatever. So yeah, I, I I for sure remember that. So
1: yeah. So so to this day, I tell people that it's the best point guard position I've ever played in my life, and I just started yelling out orders and shit. So I remember telling Beast we were gonna need some fire extinguishers, and anybody knows Beast, he's a big, strong dude, but that dude can go. He can run for days, and he, every time, so I told Gio, me and you were going in and Alan was going to stay at the door and keep yelling so that whoever's in there kind of knows the direction of where the door's at and maybe can get out themselves.
0: Yeah. So me and Gio go running in and probably
1: about 10 steps in, we have to turn back and run out. Can't see shit. Can't see anything. So you guys
0: ran in standing up or you guys.
1: Oh, we ran in standing up. Yeah. We, we trying to, so we came back out and we needed to, to so you, we had a little plan. So you know when you go into the hotel room, there's a bed on one side, there's a little council, and then there's a bed on the other side with that little space in the middle. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to run into the left, you run into the right, swipe the bed with your hands, feel if anybody's in there, and run back out. So this
0: is okay. this, is, this is Gio from Cimielo.
1: See From Cimielo. Yeah. So as we go in, now you can see the glow of the fire on the left. Yeah. But got to run back out. As I get back out, Beast is there with a the fire extinguisher. So I run back in. I hit the, the orange where I can think the fire's out and I start hitting it with the fire extinguisher. Then I run back out, beast is there with another fire extinguisher. I run back in, I'm hitting it again with the fire extinguisher. I come back out and I tell G all right, the fire's out, let's go. So we run in, we swipe the bed, we run back out, nothing. We don't feel any but the, the, the kids are telling us, he's in there. There's no way he's anywhere else, he's in there. Yeah. So we, we and Gio go back in again. As we start to go in, there's fire you still come back out every time i came out of that damn room beast was there with a fire extinguisher. he was running the whole complex i don't know where he was finding these things it, I, we probably went through about 10 to 12 fire extinguishers, and i remember like three of them not working yeah. i was like dude you gotta get a, you gotta get another one so the last time we went to go in we didn't we came out with there was no fire extinguisher. there was a there was a, a i could see the orange glow coming from the left and the crazy part is that room since it was the owner's room that's where he stayed the windows were barred so we couldn't break windows we couldn't so uh, we couldn't get into the window so Alan was my boy Alan was my boy all through high school and I already knew Alan he may panic in a couple of pressure situations so I asked him to go find me a fire extinguisher and he started running off towards the pool and in my head I'm like oh man we lost Alan he's not going to be able to help us and then I don't know what clicked to me, but I figured out what he was doing and I told Beast, go help him. These dudes got a trash can, dumped it out, put it in the pool, picked it up together. This is one of them big ass, uh, like the school trash cans. Yeah. And they ran up to the bars of the window and they threw it, the water pressured, broke the window and they threw it through the, all the water in the window and it freaking turned off the fire. So me and G are going back in again. We go back in. We can, it's hard, man. You, you you can't breathe. Like the second you think you're gonna try to take a breath, that shit just hits your lungs, and you gotta your body just tells you to get out. Yeah. So we get out.
0: So this is a full-on I fire. Go. Like you're. This is your... oh, it's a,
1: it's, the fire's out now. It was a full-on fire, but you couldn't see anything. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a little room, but you can't see anything. Yeah. So G was catching his breath. I go in, and I hear the man cough, and I drop to the floor, and I can feel him. But he's too big. I can't. There's no way I could pull him out by myself. So I start to run out, and I can feel Geo running by me, going in, and I grab him, and I run back out, and I tell him, "Hey, I found him, but I need your help." So we go back in together, and we uh, we find him. We, we I, I remember, I'll never forget. I went to go grab his shirt to start dragging him, and the shirt just like melted apart in my hands. So we grabbed him, and we kind of bring him out to the door. And by this time, that we're bringing him out to the door. The, the fire department is getting to the truck is getting to the street now in front of, the, of Don Luis, but the fucking truck doesn't fit through that driveway. So one dude gets out and he, and he starts walking towards us, and the truck starts circling the block to come around. I guess there was a backside that I didn't even know about. Yeah, there's a big gate and, in the back. Yeah. Uh, so another thing I'll never forget <laughs> is this dude comes walking up, look like a uniform that somebody just handed him down. It was too big for him. And he's just staring, and I'm like looking at him, looking at Don Luis, like, hey, gotta help this dude. And he's like, don't touch him. And I'm like, no, you gotta, you gotta do something, you gotta help him. And he's like, okay, but we can't touch him. And I looked at Gio, I was like, fuck Gio, we gotta pull this dude all the way out. So we pulled him out. Uh, by the time the truck got there, man, it took like four minutes before they even started doing CPR. And I, I remember, because he stayed there and his family stayed there, um, this time when he started coming out just was the middle of the night. And uh I remember going into the room and telling waking you up. Yeah. I'm like, Big Z, Big Z, Don Luis is dead. And yeah. Like, why you're waking up and I'm like, Don Luis is dead. And I remember you thought I was talking about Alex, who's yeah. the manager at the hotel. And I was like, No, Don Luis.
0: And then you came running out. Yeah. And it
1: was just a, it was a freaking chaotic scene there, man.
0: Yeah, by the time I I remember it was it was you know it was one of those rooms in the back uh, and they had like the curtain and you fucking like ran in and fucking like scared the shit out of me and you're like fucking he's Don Luis is dead and I'm like what the fuck and I got up and by the time I got up the fire department was there families there crying like you guys had gone through this whole shit and I was like what the fuck is going on and you guys were just like like eyes wide open dog like like y'all didn't even believe. You guys were like, I felt numb, you know, so I didn't know what the hell was going on with you guys. So I just felt like, like, what can we do? And they were they were already doing stuff, and I noticed like the old the, the old man, and he was there, and you know, like, I don't I don't even remember, but I I think we were just kind of like standing in a circle, like, what the fuck do we do now? Like they, they
1: I, yeah. I remember, like you know, you it's, it's like freaking out of body, like I would. Yeah, tell
0: people, for sure. People who, people
1: who say, oh, if this happens, I'll do this, I'll do this. I always tell people, man, you have no idea what you're going to do. When the time comes, something just happens. Yeah. And then you, don't, you don't remember anything while it's going on. And I just remember like a brief moment when the paramedics finally were doing CPR and the five of us were kind of sitting there together. And I looked at them and we were all just like shocked, staring. No one could move, no one could say anything. And I remember yeah. just telling everybody, hey, no matter what happens, we did all we could do, so it's not our fault. Whatever happens, yeah. you know, we, we we tried. But, but it was crazy, man. And you know, those are uh, aside from alan I had never really hung out with Geo, Beast, or Shea. And those are dudes. Now I talk to Geo a little bit on social media, uh, Beast. Whenever I see him at tournaments or stuff, and Shea, I have on social media as well. But those are dudes. Like when I run into them now and we say what's up, it's like a different. We it's, I have a different bond with them now. It's like a different hug, like. It, it, it's a pretty crazy feeling that, you know, some, some people that you really don't hang with, it, it's
0: just a, uh, you have this special connection. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and I think uh, it's one of the things that we always talk about is just the 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 things that are, that are going on. You know, we talk about tournaments and we talk about the stories that we have and, like, you know, I think this one happened in Mexico, but this shit could happen anywhere, you know what I'm saying? And I think just the fact of you guys uniting, you know, and I think... Um, you always mention it like fuck like we got put together for a reason you know and I think like like you had said like Shay, Shay's part I think he was like the guy that you guys sent to the front and that fool knew full on Spanish I don't even know full on Spanish but he went to the front and talked to the fucking security guy sent him over Beast was like the dude that was strong enough to carry those fire extinguishers for a long time bringing them in Gio you know he's he's uh jumped in with you to the to the room and then alan was had the 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 wherewithal to fucking kick that trash can over and fucking scoop that motherfucker up but it, it was yeah. like i we've probably said this story like i don't know how many times you know and and it's all it always comes up we'll go to rosario like oh fuck remember that time and then we just kind of we kind of break that down into the story and i i know um you know we even the, the, the hotel people um, The family came out And I, at that point They were just like Fuck you know It it, it looked like Like he was gone You know And the, the family Like just Kept on coming over to us Like thank you guys Thank you guys And not only did you like You know Try to help I was uh,
1: tripping I was tripping When they were thanking me In the morning Yeah I remember Cause I remember I don't remember If you remember The son used to hang out With his boys They had dreadlocks They used to hang out At the pool with her yeah. And he came over And he was thanking me And I was like I didn't know what to tell him man you, you know your dad just died And you know And then as weeks passed Maybe You know Maybe we did save The rest of the place From burning down Maybe somebody else Would have been in danger You know But at that time I was just like Damn this is crazy Why are you thanking me
0: Yeah yeah and, and legit Like Had you not walked by And had you not Touched the door Like The the complex Would have Would have went down Like. Oh, we
1: would have I went to sleep, we would just
0: walk by and went to sleep, yeah. And, and you know, like I said, like when you walk into Don Luis, there's the, the the hotel buildings on the left, and then there's those little rooms all the way down to the right, which is a long driveway, and then it's like the rest of the building. And It's probably like I don't know 50 rooms. And anytime we had a tournament, you know, like I said, you know, all the all our teams were there and stuff like that. It was a Sunday, but yeah, that you know, I think they were thanking you more to, to like you know, for doing what you did and, and putting your putting yourself in that situation and and pretty much saving their place, you know?
1: Yeah, this is cool, too, that you did doing this part because uh, I've never really sat down with these dudes and, and uh, you know, I had a full-on talk about it. Yeah. So I'm sure that this is just my point of view of seeing what everybody was doing, but I'm sure each of them, seemed, you know, they had something a little different or, you know, what they were doing or, you know, it's going to be cool. Maybe in the comments. They, yeah. ju- they jump in and, and, you know, we touch back on it.
0: But, yeah, it was a crazy situation, man. Yeah. Crazy. So, I mean, that's that's the story that we had, the Don Luis story. And we always bring up the Don Luis story. And I, I think we've, I mean, I don't know, we've gone to Rosarito, what, 20 times or whatever to, to play in tournaments, give or take, in all the years. I mean, this was probably, this probably happened in, like, what, oh, 2004, maybe, 2005?
1: Yeah, I think it was
0: right around two thousand four. Yeah, so so we had just met, and you know, like this is just one of the stories. I mean, I, I, I definitely want to get on and uh, talk talk about the the other story, uh, that, that one eventful night. Um, <laughs> so so we could talk about that one too, but um, you know, I, I think we we have a lot of stories. I think th- this one is is just one, just to kind of like you know have a conversation uh you know we're we're all in a in, in a tight spot right here with the quarantine and I think we just I mean we've been wanting to talk about this for a while and I appreciate you for coming on appreciate, appreciate you for rocking with us
1: Oh, uh, for sure man. you know what though like we say about people putting us in the, in the right position you know without your tournament we don't have these stories to tell I mean this one's not' an happy end I'm sure we all have uh, some other great moments and memories created through this story so we appreciate what you
0: put into, yeah, man. And I, and you know, we sit down. I mean, I, I last time I was at Laughlin, you know, we, we sit down and you know, I talk to Joe and we'll talk about stories. And we have a lot of stories with Joe and Rosarito, and then we talk about Cimiedo. And if you ever, you've you been on Cimiedo's teams, and uh, every anyone that's listening that's on the Cimiedo team, they can have their own podcast every single tournament because those fools got stories and so and it's the same stories like just like this one is the same story. Simielo's yeah. got the same stories and every time there's a new rookie or whatever on those teams, you know, and I'm sure Tierra del Sol has got all their stories because they they hang out and they go to these tournaments all the time. So, I think everyone anyone can can have these conversations and these these stories and I think every time we go we revisit them and and we have all these memories or whatever and you know, this is not such a good one, but I think like you said, you know, uh I, I think all the the guys that got put together just to, for that weekend, and you guys assembled, like, the motherfucking Avengers, and and fucking, you guys saved the hotel, you guys saved the hotel, dog. Like, that's pretty crazy. So, uh, once again, thanks for sharing the story. I mean, like I said, I've heard it a million times, but it's always a good one, and I'm waiting to hear responses from from people after they hear this shit.
1: Yes, sir, appreciate you.
0: All right, more minutes. Good looking out. All right, peace. Peace. Yeah, yeah, we out. Yes, yes. You now rockin' with
1: the best. Yes, yes. You now rockin' with the best. Uh. come from the one. Yes. You now rockin' with the best. Yeah, yeah, we out. Yeah. Yeah, we out.